You are such a geek. Geek. What is a geek? Yo, I can hear you, Mitch. I don't know how you're hearing me because I'm all the way in my kitchen. Well, I mean, I don't you don't sound up. great, but I could hear you getting picked oh. up on the mic. Interesting. I was in another room. Um, okay, so, fuck, man. I watched so much shit. Sorry, I needed a mute for that. Anyway. No, you're fine. Yeah, Oh, okay, so um, I guess while Matt's not here, we should talk about the Marvels. The Marvels. All three of Holy them, Holy shit. Four. Dude, fuck everybody on the internet. I had such a fun time with that movie. See, I don't even know where you see these things anymore. Because, like, I'd have to be... Twitter. I, I do. Why are you on there? Oh, because I have to be. I have to promote my standing up comedies. Yeah, okay, so you making a post and you reading it while you poop are two very different things. That's true. Yeah. You don't need to be on there. You can you can use the platform and then never use it for your own entertainment. Yeah, but I guess just by nature of doing this podcast, I see a lot of news sites and whatnot. You know? So... There's a lot of fucking backlash and a lot of like, oh, the fucking Marvel's worst opening ever of any fucking Marvel movie. See, that's what I mean. That's why I'm confused because CBR likes it, Nerdist likes it, New Rockstars likes it's it. Got, it's got a D critic rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Not that Rotten Tomatoes is the end all be all, but. Um, and then it's got an 84%. Uh, uh, audience score which I think that's pretty fair man like I don't know it served as a nice sequel to all three of the things that it was spun out of like it was a great sequel to Captain Marvel it was a great sequel to Miss Marvel's series and it was a great sequel to WandaVision um, also it was like maybe the best comic book movie they've done how do you mean? I mean, it was paced like a comic book. It didn't have normal movie and TV three act structure. It had twists and turns that were more akin to a six book structure. Um, yeah. Yeah. There was like there was a. I mean, there was a goal that was bigger than the villain, and like you had to defeat the villain in the fifth issue to get to the goal that wrapped up the story. By. By not leaving a cliffhanger, but building to a new thing. And like the, the right. flurkin, like the solves. The fact that they'd build to a problem and then solve, and then build to a problem and solve, and build to a problem and solve, and build to a problem and solve, while overarchingly doing a three-act structure that doesn't focus on a villain as much as it focuses on a concept. Yeah. Uh, I... It... That was true. Like the the Flarkin was kind of like a B story. 
But it wasn't. Like, it was, like, that's what I mean. Like, in a normal Marvel thing, that would have been a B story. That would have been happening off to the side to three people while the main characters dealt with their thing. And then there would have been the Flurkins puking up two of the characters when they showed up as a B story. But it was more like a comic where, like, that was just the story at the moment. And then when it's right. and then when it's got to solve, then it moved on to the next issue, and the next problem. I mean, I guess, I guess you could argue that it was it did happen to three random side characters. It happened to Fury and Kamala's parents while the Marvels were off fighting. Yeah, but it was the whole station, and it was the whole like crux of the movie. It wasn't really bouncing back and forth for the minute. People were coming into that station. Yeah. At the fight at the beginning, and then when they took off, they had to make the solve to get them to the next spot, and it focused on it. It wasn't, I don't know, it felt to me like the most booky, like it played out the most like reading a graphic novel of any of the Marvel movies, I think. Okay, I could see that. I mean... I did like at the beginning where it had uh, Kamala's comic book. Yeah, that was fucking dope. <laughs> Besties. Yeah, and then they were very cute together. Um, yeah. Brie Larson oh, seems Iman Vellani is so fucking funny. Yeah, and Brie Larson somehow got hotter. She's very thin. Not to... I mean... Yeah, she's very hot. She can... Uh, punch me in the face any day. Yeah, she can sit on it too. Canceled. No, because I think Brie Larson <laughs> can g- sit on my face. If that would get me canceled, yep. Jim Norton would have no career. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I just watched eleven what hours if- of a uh, tough crowd with Colin Quinn, so I've heard the N word oh. an untold amount of times today. Oh, jeez. Patrice? No, Colin. Whoa, shit. Yeah, everybody... I don't remember that on Tough. No, it's very hard to find. I'll send you this 11-hour cut if you want. Was it on YouTube? Yeah, I know this guy on YouTube who, like, uh, invites me to demonetize things because I talked on Chubby once about how I was mad that the second I started watching classic daily shows, they got ripped off of YouTube. What does that mean? Demonetize something? They make it. Well, I mean, obviously, I know what that means. Like, but like, what? So you're watching these videos to save them? No, it just means like the videos don't make money and aren't part of the algorithm. Oh yeah, because you can set it up like. So you have to know how to search it by title. Like it won't come up in a search algorithm. You gotta like find the video. Right. It's it's so that you can't be like, hey, I downloaded a fucking rip of this movie. I'm going to put it up with ads. So in addition to hosting this movie on YouTube, I'm also making ad revenue. Yeah. And it's usually stuff that is exactly that, where there's like a copyright gray area. Because like hosting Tough Crowd seems like it would be a legal issue, but Comedy Central's not interested in making money off of it and has it posted it anywhere most live shows like conan's really the only person who's cataloged his old shows 
Damn. Comedy Central. Man, somewhere I have a on a hard drive. I have the entire run of Conan's Tonight Show episodes that I torrented. Oh, nice. Yeah. I mean, I they fell off a truck. I found him on the street. <sighs> Man, what a what a career old Coney's had. I'm so excited for oh, the new me. show. What new show? His travel show is finally filming. It's been p- filming since we oh, went to cool. Japan. He was in Thailand when we were in Japan. Oh, that's awesome, dude. I'm always down for more Conan content. He's so fucking funny just in the moment. He's... I don't... I genuinely don't know... If it's him or Craig Ferguson that are going to end up being the greatest of all time, Conan for sure. He wrote on the, he wrote. No, I'm talking. I'm talking most... late night host. I'm not talking yeah. entertainment contribution. I'm saying like as far as hosting a late night TV show, I genuinely don't know which one's better, but one of them is the greatest of all time. Better than Letterman. They're both way better than Letterman. Better than Jay Leno? They're both way better than Jay Leno. I don't think either one of them's funnier than Leno. I think they're both better at hosting a show than Leno. Better than Johnny Carson, Jake? Yeah, because Craig had like all of the best parts of Johnny Carson. And then Craig has the magic thing where like he genuinely doesn't fucking care. And you can't fake that. Like there's no, you can't. You know what I mean? Like, you can't fake not giving a fuck about your audience or your job. Like, that has to come from a real place of not giving a fuck. And he had that in spades. Like, there's really maybe not a better televised example of someone really not giving a shit if they had a job the next day. And it gave him a superpower because he'd ask fucked up things... In interviews, he tried to fuck every single woman that came on his show. And not like kind of. Like he was trying to fuck everything. Have you ever watched? Did you watch Craigie? Dude, the talking. It's too late. The talking gay skeleton. Chloe Banderas. I saw clips. I saw clips. Uh, but was he. He was doing the Late Late Show at the same time when Conan was just like ending his late night run right before he took over the tonight show no they crossed over for years he took over for kill that's what i'm saying he took over for killborn right yeah so there, there like, was a long period where they were both on late late show. i'd say at least with. four years maybe more okay so the late late show with craig faggison Ran from 2009 to 2014. Oh, shit. So that was like right when Conan was taking over The Tonight Show. Okay. I thought they crossed over more because of all the Leno jokes. Yeah, because Conan, late night ended, it was from 93 to 2009 with Conan. Okay, yeah. So they didn't cross over at all. But yeah, I, I don't know. I know I like Letterman and Conan better at late night than I did at the Tonight Time. Right, right. Rather than quote unquote prime time. Yeah, they were both better. Like Conan's better with a masturbating bear, and Dave's better throwing TVs off of buildings. Like that's just how it plays. Those guys are both treasures at that time. The best ten thirty host. Especially since I think he's got a lot more gas in the tank. 
Dude, I think it might end up being Kimmel. Yeah. I think Kimmel might he's, end he's, up being the greatest 1030 host. He had, dude, for how crazy of an experiment it was for at the time for CBS to be like, we're getting in the late night game too. <clears throat> like to compete with both the late show and late, late show. And then on the other hand, late night and uh, the tonight show. It seemed like Jimmy Kimmel was probably going to have that job for a very short time, but here he is doing it for, like, what, 20 fucking years? At least. Yeah, and they hired him and Bobcat. Bobcat was the director. Oh, Oh, shit. Like, the first... Didn't Robert Goulet sing the song? Maybe. That I don't know. But I do know it was, like, a weird... Jimmy Kimmel's had the most Cinderella career of anyone ever yeah dude he went from girls jumping on trampolines oh to... fuck that dude he went from like an intern at a radio station oh yeah kevin and bean that right people liked on the morning no that was like that was like his th- that was a paid job he was like liked at this vegas station and then got shipped out to the la station once he got like to be a good DJ at some god awful hour where he was from, and then got to work on Kevin and Bean as like the sidekick to the guys, and then that's how Corolla came around too. Is that he hired Corolla to train him how to box for a bit on the show? Mm. He was like, "All right, well, I'll come on by and teach you how to box." Yeah, they were great like comedic partners even on the show when they barely knew each other they were just having fun oh yeah dude there was some really good gags on the man show yeah the man show is another one that like god i bet comedy central is i bet jimmy kimmel has nightmares once a year about people of course people having dude. anytime he does yeah Dude, anytime he does anything remotely political, someone brings up the fucking skits where he's playing Carl Malone. Those aren't even the bad ones. What about when he was Oprah Winfrey losing vibrators in her giant vagina? <laughs> yeah. Man, Jimmy Kimmel sure did a lot of blackface. Yeah, he'd be in blackface laying on his side on a table in a fat suit and then put a like giant back massager wand up the dress and then lose it and then just keep talking. And then grab another one and lose it. You don't remember that bit? No, I'm just shaking my head at like, holy fuck, dude. Yeah, but I've I heard I used to have uh, all the Kimmel and Corolla man shows on DVD. That's what I mean. I bet once a year he just has like a cold night sweat and wakes up like somebody's watching those DVDs on a college campus right now. Oh fuck! Oh fuck! <laughs> oh fuck, dude. I I sold all my DVDs to make rent one time in college, and the Man Show ones were like I was like ah, I gotta get rid of these. Damn. Um, I also got rid of all my That Seventy Show DVDs. I lost mine and my point. fucking all of my Seinfeld DVDs, dude. Do you have the whole box set. Yeah, dude. Because I used to work at this place where they were like it was like a, a media play. It was like. It was called Hastings yeah. up in Greeley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they have books, they have video games, they have music. It's like CDs, movies. I worked there, and they were like, they're like, where, like, what are you like? 
I was like, look, I can help people no matter where you put me, except for books. <laughs> I don't really know a lot about books <laughs> that are not like, you know, have big splash pages of a man dressed as a bat punching a clown in the face. Yeah. Like, I don't know a lot about word books, you know? Yeah. Those, those aren't the fun ones. I like picture books. Yeah. So they made me the book associate. Nice. So you'd learn. Yeah. And then you'd, Luckily, you'd the Luckily, Greeley doesn't buy a lot of books. Yeah, the book on how to milk cows is right over there. It's their bestseller. <laughs> but, I mean, basically I didn't make any money at that job because they sold used stuff too so that you could buy new or used DVD sets and I got and plus my employee discount. So I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to buy all eight seasons of that 70s show. Hell yeah. I'll just pay my rent with student loan money. <laughs> Oh, what a what a predatory lending practice that is. Well, you know, I I I don't know. I think that goes both ways. Hey. You knew you shouldn't be buying DVDs with your rent money. Well, <laughs> I was young. I I needed to fucking absorb that comedic. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I needed to fucking watch that 70s. It was a different time, Jake. I couldn't just dial up whatever I wanted through the air, like on the internet. I had to put a disc at a thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is true. And when those box sets first came out, they were batshit expensive. But then if you'd wait like three years, they'd be like 15 bucks at Target. Yeah, but who wants to wait to have all of Futurama? Uh, Yeah. I wish I would have bought the Bender head. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of the bender head, um, fucking the the we totally lost Marvels. The Oh yeah. It's we can go back it's to It's the animated series. I don't think Oh okay. Well, first of all, real quick, I don't think Matt's coming back. I think he's trying to find a headset that works. But I don't think he's coming back. It's been way too long. <sighs> he should have radioed in by now. I'm worried. He might have. I closed all my Facebook windows, and I don't even know where I put my phone when you guys finally woke me up. Well, anyway, so yeah, uh, I I I saw this meme where it was like it was like Quantumania, and like the it was just like the Marvel Cinematic Universe is dead, and then it was like Loki season two. It's like the Marvel Cinematic Universe is back, baby, and then it was like. It said something else, like Secret Invasion, Marvel Cinematic Universe is dead. Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Marvel Cinematic Universe is back, baby! And it was just like alternating like that. I think the Marvels is overall, like it basically tied, like, I don't know what is going on with the Marvel Cinematic Universe this right now. Because like, it seems like they were totally in to be like, okay, this is multiverse shit. It was refreshing for me personally to watch a Marvel movie that didn't have any multiversal implications with it. It was well, other than the biggest one yet at the very end, but not during the plot. At the very yeah. end. That's fine. Yeah. But like after watching several movies where it's like, ah, the multiverse, like you got Spider-Man, no, uh, what is it? No Way Home? Mm-hmm. What else? Quantumania. Quantumania, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, Loki, both seasons of Loki. Uh, yeah, but I've I've been nerd night. training for this. 
I know. I I don't know, man. I found the Marvel Cinematic Universe was very... Like, I think it exploded. It, they were, like, playing with house money after Endgame. And they were like, hell yeah, let it ride. And they just... They did too much too fast, you know? I disagree. You don't... You don't think it was, like... They could have done, like, a direct-to-Disney Plus movies of, like, Falcon and the Winter Soldier and made them basically for the same budget, less story time. Also, they wouldn't have to do theatrical release. No, it's all good. All right. No, I really do think so. I think, like, I think a lot of this is... uh... I think a lot of the most hardcore fans of the Marvel stuff as it stands uh, got into all the characters in Phase 1 and did their research, and then everything else that got introduced was logical shit that was going to get introduced off basic research into those characters and love of those characters. Right. And now they're introducing a bunch of stuff that these nerds, including you, know very little to nothing about and I think it scares you. I think this is very close to how old people don't like new music. <laughs> that would explain it, honestly. Yeah, like, no, that's that's uh, really what I think a lot of... I don't think it's Star Wars. I don't think this is something that is absolutely not what it used to be. These are great stories still being told in very much the same style they've always been told. I know there was a brief period where all the stories had time travel, and I understand not liking that. I don't like when there's a whole... Two months where every issue of everything has Rogue in it. I don't... It happens. But it makes all the stories come together in a way that's going to pay off like they did now. And like they're going to in Deadpool. And like they will in Secret Wars. And then we'll be on to stuff that's not time travel-y for a long time. Yeah. I don't know. It just... The phase one through three where everything was just on one timeline and everything was building up to one thing... But now it feels like they're building up to infinite things because there's infinite multiverses. They're not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but that's because you're doing that to yourself to get scared. Where you're like, this dance music's going to make everyone pregnant. Like, no, that's three. (laughs) That involves taking the girls home, fucking them. Like, there's many things past the dancing like this that has to happen for the pregnancies to occur. (laughs) Like, the, the, the movies being about... The, all of the see because this is this is what it is. You think they're going to continue to chase down each of these trails, and they're they're one thousand percent not going to do that. No, they're going to pick and choose. No, they're gonna they're gonna follow like three or four of them until Secret Wars, and then everything's going to collapse back into one. But but you're really just watching one story unfold through four for through an A a B a C and a D story. But you're scaring yeah, but yourself it, by thinking that each one of those trails is infinite. I guess that's not how time but, storytelling works. I know, but I guess it's just a little bit of more of a daunting task. Like it's way easier for me to watch the Infinity Saga as what. 20 fucking movies, 22 movies. They're at 31 now. Rather than like, well, just the Infinity Saga. Okay. And everything, phase four and onward, is like, 
you have to watch six miniseries. You have to watch fucking 12 movies. It's, I don't know. I was always worried about when the fucking Jenga Tower is going to fall. But I still like the Marvel. Like, I loved Guardians 3. I liked the Marvels. I did not like Love and Thunder. I did not like uh, Quantumania that much. I like I like Quantumania. I just didn't think it was... That was the most, I think, Marvel's wasted their breath. Yeah. It seems weird. And, like, this comes up a lot on what I see online where people are like, okay, so there's infinite Kangs, but you can basically defeat them pretty easily. How? Why is this guy the big bad? Like, they should have saved... How can you defeat him pretty easily? They've Ant-Man killed Kang the Conqueror. No, Ant-Man killed killed the Kang that got beat by all the other Kangs and sent to the Quantum Realm. He beat the weakest Kang. Well, wait, he was the weakest Kang? He was the one that got... When did they say that? He got exiled by the other Kangs. He got defeated by all the other Kangs. He's the he's the loser on the bracket board of Kangs. That motherfucker came out in the first round. So who's the winner? He who remains. He who remains won one of the timelines by by doing something crafty with that fucking cloud beast to eat all the other Kangs. The other Kangs are more dangerous. We haven't seen a war Kang yet, really. Yeah, but I mean, there you're just like that. We were just talking about how. They're not going to follow these infinite pathways. That's not following infinite ones. We're going towards one Jonathan Richards that's going to be a problem. There's going to be one that leads to the Kang War. The Kang War is going to be most likely when Loki comes back. Okay. Well, that's when he'll. While we're you know we're bringing it up, let's talk about Loki. That's when he'll be able to exercise influence over time again to not let Kang seize control. Right. Well, what do you make of this? Uh, This is an article from today, actually. Marvel is reportedly, quote-unquote, moving away from the Kang storyline as the next Avengers movie loses its screenwriter. Uh, The guy who was going to write Kang Dynasty also wrote Shang-Chi, and he stepped away. Yep. So... I mean, I don't. They're moving away. So, are they moving away from Kang because of what happened in Loki? No. They're moving away from Kang because of what happened in Jonathan Major's apartment. Right. Yeah. I know. Where he fucking. He was on the fucking not sacred timeline there. Maybe. Uh, Dude, he still might. Maybe. Allegedly. He still might be found innocent. We don't know. Uh, We don't know. I don't think Marvel's gonna pull out to the extent people think. I think people well, I think people involved will. I think that writer doesn't want to be attached to Jonathan Majors, but the reason he would pull out instead of just writing the rewrites is to not be attached to Jonathan Majors because Disney's gonna back him. Right. Yeah, I don't think like there's well, rumors that the pivot is to Doom. I don't think it is. They've already fucked themselves. Dude, I just I don't I don't think I don't think Disney's as clean as people want them to be. Oh no, dude. I see this is just kind of lending 
it's making me personally feel like, yeah, they really fucked up. They had the goose that could lay the golden egg, and then they were they got greedy, and they tried to make it lay way more eggs, and then they fucking lost control of their storytelling prowess. No, that's what I mean. I think the storytelling's still just as good. I think aspects of it scare people that aren't used to watching stories like this or hearing stories like this. And that's what I mean by saying that, like, you and Matt and all the boys should have been watching Doctor Who since me and Preston told you all to eight years ago. Because then you'd be, like, thinking of cool ways this could play out instead of you being like, this is gonna blow. <laughs> and you're right, I guess. I don't know. I guess I'm, I'm on a roll now, so I might as, like, I watch so much TV, I gotta go back and watch Secret Invasion. I think that's the only Marvel series I haven't watched. Yeah, you're gonna love it. It's fucking good. What is that? No, I watched Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, both series of Loki. Okay, yeah, anyway. So, okay, Loki, right? Yeah. I have a question. I might have an answer. So, I'm Loki of Asgard, burdened with glorious purpose. Yeah, my purpose is doing nerd shit. Okay. So, at the end of Loki, right? Uh Episode 6, Season 2. When he bangs the, the timelines together and lights them up. Basically, Loki has now existed... Well, I mean, he's old. Him and Thor are thousands of years old or whatever anyway. But he spent several centuries basically living in a time loop trying to get everything right. Right? Learning everything there is to know about how time and right. the engineering and the physics and the calculus and the, all the shit behind it. Right, which is fucking cool. I like that he did that. He's Groundhog's Daying himself. Remember to tape up this side of your mask or whatever. Like, yeah, but he's doing it into being yeah. like literally the smartest person ever. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think that's cool. Yeah. I think that's. Um. And so, what was the deal? Like, Miss Minutes wanted to have Victor Timely eventually grow into become he who remains no miss minutes is just a fucking computer that runs code that he who remains version of kang tells her to run and then so what did Renslayer like renslayer and miss minutes were trying to get timely back to the citadel at the end of time right right to keep him from fucking doing what he was there to do because that's what they were supposed to think they were supposed to do to make the whole thing seem pointless so that Loki would come back and have that conversation. Like, he who remains planned it down to the time slip. Oh, that's right. I forgot that he had a conversation with he who remains in the time slip. And, and like, that's all on purpose. He who remains knew that was going to happen. It was his failsafe. The only thing he didn't see happening... Was Loki not being a narcissist, piece of shit, sociopath, and being altruistic and giving up the rest of his life to save time? So is that what happened? So he walked out. So He's outside of time now. He's an actual god with a big G. Right. So, okay, so there was the suit. Mobius goes in it in episode one, right? To go out and uh, right. put the thing into the time loop. So they won't get fucked up by time radiation, basically. 
Right. Right. So, and then Timely wears it, and he steps out, and he's spaghettified immediately. Over and over and over again. Till he's not. There, yeah, but, like, so, is it because Ouroboros shut down that thing in the TVA that lets people use magic? Is that why Loki didn't have to wear the suit to go out there at the end? No, it's because he went full god. He, no, because he he didn't go full god until his clothes changed. I would argue. No, where he fucking Mm-mm. that was like him on the march. The clothes are already changing. They're ripping off immediately before his face goes full Odin. Uh, which was a weird effect. What his face went Odin? What are you talking? They about? They melded his face with um. What's it? With Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, when he's screaming and he's being aged, he ages to look like Hopkins. They gave him Hopkins cheekbones and eyes. Whoa, I totally did not catch that. Yeah, and a bunch of other people were making other theories of what it was. And it's like, no, it's fucking Hopkins. It's a sweet moment that finally when he goes full God and reaches his potential, he doesn't. he looks like his adoptive father. The moment he yells and becomes that thing. He has he, his face transforms into looking like the guy he actually looked up to and wanted approval from. It's fucking dope, but no, he's going f- he's going full god, and he's still got full control over time. The same way he steps out of it with Sylvie, when everything's spaghettifying. Right. So he's got like a godlike control of time now. So he steps out goes full G God while also just like walking through the shit falling apart. So, and so he's grabbing, he's grabbing all these fucking timelines that are being killed. Yeah. Because the time loom can't handle They're also so big. They were watching them from a space station. Like, that's what I mean. He goes full God. He starts doing unrealistic things immediately. Right. But so when he grabs those vines that end up being the timelines, they like, They're they're dying timelines that he's literally saving. Is that what's fucking happening? Yeah, he's reinvigorating them with his storytelling. Whoa, what the fuck? I don't know, man. Uh, for a show that I watched and literally was thinking, "What the fuck is happening?" for like ninety percent of it, I really enjoyed the way Loki ended. Yeah. So he's did he take the place of he who remains? Is that what happened? Uh, kind of, but no, he didn't because the timelines aren't being controlled in a he who remains way anymore. Loki's keeping them all alive so that they naturally exist. They naturally are born up in the top of the tree where they're purple, where they're being born yeah, like they, fruit, and they're dying down in the roots and being recycled. The energy is being recycled. But he, but he's not killing. He him. made Igris, Igrisil or whatever the it's the Norse tree of life yeah. that makes up the universe, exactly. right? Exactly. But the roots are dying. So you can even Loki see it when this? they light it up. That the middle's all green, the yeah. top's fruiting, and the bottom's dead. But that's natural. Some timelines are going to end in destruction and death and. Yeah, so he who remains was banking that Loki would have just killed Sylvie to save everything, right? Yeah. He didn't foresee that 
Loki would have. So this is the one blind spot that he's like, oh, Loki is a hundred percent always a fucking nefarious douchebag. So yeah, you can. He's never gonna. You can see it in the panic in his face when Loki realizes it. Like John of the Majors did a really good job acting in that scene, and so did Hiddleston. Hiddleston looks over his shoulder and sees the equation that um, he who remains is written up on the chalk on the wall. And then that's when it occurs to him, like, oh, I have a third fucking option. And then he has that conversation with Sylvie about what to do. And that's when he, like, cements it, where he's like, unless there's hope that I could do it better. For all time. For all of us. Yeah. I am Loki, burdened with glorious purpose. Dude. It, and his final costume's pretty fucking dope, too. Yeah, the headpiece was kind of... Uh, fey. Wonky? Fey. I'm gonna go with fey. Light in the tank, sugar in the tank, whatever, however you want to say it. Hmm. I didn't like the visor... <laughs> headpiece. I thought, like, literally every other Loki headpiece they've ever used on any Loki was cooler, but... Well, I guess can't win them all. The chair was cool. So he fucking... The what? The throne. Oh, the chair. The way all the gold cracks that had existed and everything, and he who remains castle just all gathered to make his throne. Like the whole time the universe had been waiting for him to take his rightful place. Right. I mean, so now he has to hold all the timelines for the rest of his life? Or until there's like a Kang war... And then him and his buddies defeat all the Kangs, and there's no more threat to the timeline, so he can leave the tree be. So you think we'll see Loki again in one of the Avengers movies? I think he will make some appearances in the Secret Wars or Kang Wars. Is he more powerful than Thor now? Yeah, he's a god with a big G. He's one of the gods in the Marvel Universe now. But so is Thor. No, Thor's a god. He's not. He has the Odin force. He's not a god. He can't create things. He can't destroy. Like, he can fight. He's got superhuman powers. But he's. It comes down to that thing, like Thor said in the first movie, that, like, magic's just science that you can't comprehend. Like, mm. he's just a different being. He's an Asgardian. He's from Asgard. Like, the same way that Kal El's not a god. He just from somewhere else and they have different physiology and different aging and different everything. And then he's also got power over these things that he uses the way a toddler uses an iPad. It doesn't mean that it's magic. It means that he's like, no, this is my hammer and I swing it and I fly. The same way my four-year-old niece is like, this is a box that plays cartoons for me. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Right. But, or the well, way that okay. most people are like, my car, how does my car work? I start it with a key. Yeah. I put gas and in it. Be, That's its favorite thing. Yeah. And it'd be like, well, what's your combustion timing cycle? Like, at what, at what are your firing order? And they'd be like, what? Yes. What? <laughs> I feel like that's how Thor is with Molnar, where he'd be like, so, right. like, what's the, what's the gyro inside? How does that work? And he'd be like, what? You mean... What are you saying to me? You mean my flying hammer? It flies. Like the same way that most cowboys would be like, my truck drives, son. My truck drives. 
country. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh fuck, man. I. Uh, but Loki's like a real god now, like like a god, god, like death, like he is god level, omega level, one of the gods of the Marvel universe. Now let me ask you this. So the adventure, this side adventure that ultimately leads to Loki becoming the god of time or whatever. Mm-hmm. So the Avengers go back in time <laughs> in Endgame to the original Avengers uh-huh. to steal the cosmic cube, right? And then they fuck it up. Loki steals okay, it. So goes, the, the, second, he, the second they go back. That's a whole new timeline. It's a different timeline. Okay. And then when that goes wrong, when Loki gets the Tesseract, that's a new timeline. Right. But, like, to save everything from splitting. Both ways. Wouldn't Loki, who now sits on the throne in the fucking tree of the world, Uh wouldn't he have to make sure that those branch can still exist by going back? And being arrested at the end of the Avengers so that he can ultimately be killed in Infinity War and close the time loop? Nope. See, this is why I think Robert Zemeckis should have his ass whooped out in public. Because all good nerds that aren't British sci-fi nerds don't under don't understand the theories behind this. No. You, ha- that, you that, can't create a fucking paradox. Yes, you can, because they're separate fucking timelines. Paradox theory doesn't really work. All time exists all at the same time, right? It's a flat plane. It's a circle. No, it's a fucking flat plane. It's a big scatter plot, right? It's a timeline, literally. No, that's how we perceive it as humans. Time, time is just a plane. In Einsteinian theory, it's a plane. Different things with different masks. Okay, you're talking real shit, not comic book science right now, right? Right, but the comic books are operating okay. on real science. Mitch, not Zemeckis. I understand not that. Not Zemeckis like, science that was just comic book bad science in the 80s. This is all real I'm, time travel theory that's sound. If you really think about it, if you don't put up those blocks in your head that are story blocks that you were taught, and you actually think about it, these make more sense. Because the other stories produce things like Rick and Morty, where then you have to do extrapolations on how many times Doc would have to like time travel to actually find a Marty who was close to being the original Marty. And that's where like the whole theory of how evil Doc would have had to have been to kill all those Martys to get to the one that resembled the one he actually loved. It's fucked. Like that, that theory of time travel is messy and bad because paradoxes... He'd, he would have had to have gone through every permeation of the timelines to find a Marty that was close to the one he started with. Because each decision creates a new timeline. And that's true. That's fucking... And that's true in reality. So there's a reality tonight well, where I slept... Theoretically no, true. There's a reality tonight where I slept through the episode. You got too high. You went on a drive and you died in a car accident. Like there's a permeation of everything happening. I know. I'm glad we don't live in that universe. Well, some version of us does. There's a version where I choked on my tongue and died, and you guys just think I fell asleep. Yeah, we're like, fuck, Jake doesn't even care about the podcast. Yeah. So, like, that's 
that's where this comes from. So there's already a timeline where Loki went back. That's the one we watched where it completed the circle in the, in the timeline we were viewing. But there's another timeline. Or where, it's the time. Where the TVA it's the branch stolen, where. And he never went back. It never resolves. Right. And then they ended up having to prune that fucking timeline problem. No, neither one's pruned now. They're both alive in Loki's hand. They have to be, or the Loki doesn't exist. Because mm. time, so the timelines the... don't all split from the same point. There's a split, and then up here there's a split, and then up here there's a split. So it's not, it's not one or nothing. It's that they all permeations... And then this timeline that's coming off the original split that Loki's on with the Avengers, where he they didn't time travel yet, has to exist for them to time travel to make this branch back here. And then that branch has to extend this way for Loki to get taken by the TVA. But both of those timelines need to be extending in order for Loki to be able to take the control he has now. Like that That's what's cool about it. But that's also how we know this can't run forever and we know because they've announced that they're gonna do the story by name where they all come together and fucking fight it out and unify the universe to stabilize it secret wars yeah so like it you don't have to be afraid and also like (laughs) no because like i get it dude because i used to do this it was really hard for me to watch doctor who as somebody who enjoyed it like the first four years i watched it because i'd be like but fucking what? And then I'd have to read an eight-page paper that explained it to me where I'd go, oh, okay. <laughs> I get it. I actually like, get it. I'm not saying I get it. I finally got it. That had to happen. And then you find yourself watching these complicated stories and being like, hmm, the only logical way out of this is this. And then when they do it, you're like, I'm a little smarty because everyone in the room's freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. It's, there's a lot of things to process in Loki. It was very good. It really all... The big implication of Loki is he saved every timeline. And if every timeline's saved, every timeline is saved. That means every Kang was saved. Uh, so they have to stick with Jonathan Majors. The only Kang that's been taken care of, as far as the TVA is concerned, is the one that Ant-Man defeated. Which they referenced in... Loki. Loki, right. That's right. But that's the only one that was taken out. And, like, that, they they included that in the movie for, like, nerds about this science, but Ant-Man did defeat the one who was easily defeated by the rest of them. Loki and Sylvie killed one who was not easily defeated by the rest of them, but def- he was the one that. Won. But he defeated everyone else by outsmarting them, not by warring them to mm. death. And so Loki. What did he do? And to- Loki, the god of tricksters, outsmarted you- him in the end. What did he do to out? What did he who remains do to outsmart everyone to live? He created the time loom. To prune everything down to just one timeline that he controlled what did and didn't happen to prevent any other Kangs from ever existing so he'd never be challenged 
So he traveled in time, went outside of time, started pruning time through all of history to prevent any permeations from Kangs from happening other than him. Damn. Yeah. <sighs> this is a this is doc. This is heavy, man. I know, but it's that's why it's like it's like fun stuff. And as much as it's a joke and like half shit talky, like man, I wish you would have gotten into Doctor Who ten years ago, because now you would have been like, dude, 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 dude. Guess what? I have ideas about where they're gonna go with this instead of being like, I don't know what's happening, because it's not. I just need someone in a cape to fucking punch someone. That's what I fucking yeah, need. but that's coming in spades, dude. Like the setup at the end of Miss Marvel, where they go with young Avengers and Kamala Khan just starts reading Nick Fury lines from Iron Man. Oh yeah, dude, I like that when she went to go see Haley, uh, not Haley Steinfeld. That's her real name, but Kate Bishop. Oh, you're so funny, Kate Bishop. Yeah, dude. Kate's on the team. We know we're getting Cassie. We're probably getting Scar. Well, what is this going to be? Young Avengers? Mm-hmm. Hulk Ling? I mean, dude, you say Young Avengers, but it's just going to be the fucking Avengers. Yeah, but none of them are going to be Iron Man. <laughs> oh, I guess they'll be Iron Heart. Iron Heart will be there. Yeah. yeah. They're, they might have Daredevil. They'll probably still have Spider Man. Aunt Paul. Daredevil's too old to be on Young Avengers. It won't be Young Avengers. They're just gonna. It might start as Young Avengers, but these characters will probably be the Avengers for the next couple of phases. Is it implied that the Avengers disbanded at the end of Endgame? Well, dude, I mean, Steve's gone. Iron Man's dead. No one knows who Spider Man is anymore. The other people really weren't a part of the Avengers. Natasha's dead. So it's Clint, uh, Rhodey, who's now an alien. Carol. Carol, who's off-world constantly and was never really a part of the Avengers. Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner, who's with his cousin and, like, trying to figure shit out on that front. Uh, Captain America, Sam Wilson, and uh, Bucky Just started their adventure because they were also... Buddies of an Avenger more than they were Avengers. Moon Knight? Not an Avenger. I Uh, mean, all these people are going to probably be part of the team going forward, but I think the core Avengers are going to be like Cassie, Miss Marvel, Hawkeye, Scar, Spider-Man. Oh, fuck. I forgot about Scar coming at the end of She-Hulk. Yeah, She-Hulk's probably going to be there as one of the adult adult people uh i imagine daredevil will be around in some capacity benedict still has movies on his contract they brow fucked chris hemsworth into not breaking his contract at the end of it yeah i read a thing that said taika watiti's not gonna direct thor 5 if it happens and i was like "Eh, probably for the best yeah but I'm glad that they decided to hire Hemsworth's daughter to play the most powerful character in the MCU that they created because Jesus Christ, is he fucked now? What's he going to do? Be like, sorry, baby, I quit. You, you don't yeah. get to work with daddy anymore like you've always wanted to. <laughs> I'm, I'm tired of I'm staying I'm going to have a travel show on Disney Plus. That no one likes. Um, 
Yeah, I just, I, I still think that's one of the most G'd up things Disney's done. It's like, hey, you know how you were thinking about quitting because you wanted to spend more time with your family? We let your brother be in this movie again, and guess who's playing the new uh, superhero at the end? Yeah, your tiny daughter. All right. <laughs> we'll see you at contract negotiations at the end of the movie, buddy. You better get your ass to those digital scanning sessions tomorrow, Hemsworth. Yeah. How many family members do you want to tell you've quit and they lost jobs to? <laughs> Probably not a Probably lot. definitely not a 10-year-old girl. Yeah. Who's the... What was her character's name? Love. Was it Love? Yeah, it's Thor. They call him Love. And he's Thunder. Daughter of Eternity. Daughter of Gore the God Butcher. And Eternity. You know what? I bet going back and watching those movies, they're probably not as egregious as I thought. No. I really think a big part of why people get so mad about these is that they're fearful. Like we talked about, they're fearful because it's not shit they know. So there's not that weird thing where like... Everything doesn't light up your brain by going like, oh, fuck, they're going to do that next. Like it was when we were watching the first phases that were all things that were well-trodden, the cartoons we watched as kids, and the books that were easy to reread because they were stories we kind of knew. Like it was just a lot easier to digest, and now they're showing you like actual new shit that you've never digested before. And people, instead of being like, man, I bet they have a cool plan for this, just like they always did with everything, are like, I hate this. And now they're adjusting the plan because of what people want, which is exactly why cars suck now. And I don't want that to happen to fucking movies. Uh, Oh, shit. Uh, That reminded me of something that I really wanted to talk to you about. I know we're getting kind of close to that time, but we... Um, so since we last recorded there, it was reported that fucking asshole in chief for Warner Brothers Studios, David. Zaslav, I got to get water if we're going to talk about this. Okay. Go, uh, you get water. I'll, uh, I'll wait I'll for you right here. back. I'm fucking already mad. Jesus Christ. Jake is so mad that he has to go get water. This is fucking great. Believe it or not, Jake hates David Zaslav. He's back. I'll fucking kill him. He's got a hole. <laughs> so David Zaslav was like, hey, I'm going to cancel this movie starring Wiley Coyote and John Cena. Oh, are we um, going to pretend like John Cena being in it had anything to do with the uproar? No, but I do think John Cena is a very gifted comedic actor. He has good comedy. I do jobs. too. Yeah, he he's got a face for comedy. Like, for, not not that he's goofy looking. He can do very extreme expressions. Yeah. He's got a Jim Carrey esque ability to move his face around. Yeah, and I mean, he's very funny in Peacemaker. Uh, but 
So what, what was the storyline of this movie? It's that so Wiley e. Coyote, after years of buying shoddy uh, crafted uh, Roadrunner traps from the Acme Corporation, has finally started to take up litigation. Yeah. And John Cena is the prosecutor or the defendant? I don't know. I didn't. I haven't read the breakdown any farther than the synopsis you just said. Basically, see that sounds like a refreshing idea for a fucking movie. I don't know why anyone with a fucking brain in their head would ever think to shelve it for a tax write-off. Yeah. Because man, it's not a sequel. It's not a fucking pre like it's just a Looney Tunes movie, man. A, a lot of people contend that Looney Tunes back in action is the better Looney Tunes uh, live action hybrid movie over Space Jam. Oh, that's adorable. They're wrong, but <laughs> they are wrong in, in my opinion as well. But people are saying you can't count out bro- fucking Brendan Fraser and the Looney Tunes. Yeah, I mean you can't count out the Looney Tunes ever. But man, Zaslav right. stepped in a bunch of shit by trying to fuck with good old Wiley boy. Well, yeah, dude. I mean, fuck. You have all these wonderful characters that have literally fucking hundreds, like literally, like what? All the Porky Pig, Daffy Duck, Bugs Bunny. They were invented in like the mid to late thirties. So. In 10 years, they'll be turning 100 year old. Yeah, and Porky and Bugs and Daffy will be turning 100 in like six years. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's nuts, dude, that fucking you have all these characters that you could literally do anything with. And you're not doing the smart thing, which is fucking make money with them. Especially with something that's already made. Yeah, it was made. Principal photography's done. Dude, I wonder if... So, this is basically... I uh, I foresee this... Uh, all the, the... All of the buzz about this movie from people who have seen it and posted shit online has been nothing but positive. They're saying it's heartfelt. The ending makes you cry. John Cena is fucking hilarious with the... the Looney Tunes. I wonder if them allowing... Well, okay, so it was canceled, and now they made the decision to allow the studio to shop it around to what be distributed by other places, right? That's the general gist of it. They're not not allowed to write it off, basically, is what they got told. The government told them that, right? Yeah, the government told them, like, hey... I'm glad you had fun fucking around with Batgirl. And Scooby-Doo was a questionable decision. But it'll be over our dead bodies before you fuck with Wild E. Coyote, son. Wild E. Coyote. Genius. That's right, dude. That's So, and, and don't count out Jonathan Q. Cena, also genius. I don't think the congressman that got upset and the senators that got upset were worried about Cena. I think the old I think the old yeah, white guys were worried that, about Wiley e. Coyote. It's because they knew that Cena would go up and put him in a fucking headlock. Nah, 
up on Capitol Hill. I and I mean it from the bottom of my heart. I don't even care that this shit's on record. If he shelves one Chuck Jones short, that's not like hyper racist, because there's six of them that have already been shelved. But oh, you mean that he's there's pre-existing like this is Chuck Jones cartoons. There's not like a long lost Chuck Jones thing that to be released in the future. No, they're all released. There's like a couple of cartoons okay. that only tour with the symphony, but um <sighs> if he shelves any of the old Chuck cartoons or Frizz ooh, Full or Baco. Tex, if he fucking gets rid of any Avery cartoon, oh my god, dude. I'll be at his doorstep. People will be like, wow, this helicopter chase in the Hollywood Hills reminds us of fucking something. Why is he driving a white Bronco? I'm going to go full fucking Baco, dude. I will murder that motherfucker. He's such a piece of shit. It's it's so transparent what he's doing and how he's doing it. And he's a fucking piece of shit. It's unsustainable. The fact that it would make any investors happy if my dumb high overworked ass can fucking see what he's doing and they think like, oh, this is great. I'm making money. Like you're an idiot. You're a fucking idiot. This isn't this isn't a resource that he can keep drilling. He's writing off shit, and he will run out of shit to write off. Yeah, and all those people that work so hard on all these projects just get completely fucked. Well, they don't get bonuses. They all got paid. Well, that's true, but they don't get residuals, man. I mean, do you think that very, them allowing this people, movie to come very back... Very few people get residuals on movies. Fair enough. You gotta get points on the yeah, back end. and you have to have power to negotiate points into a contract in a movie. Right. Yeah. Uh, you gotta be like fucking Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Or s- Downey, Downey negotiated points on the first one, but that's because he took, like, what I make in a year as payment for that job. And then, and knowing that if it went well, he was gonna get like millions for the next one. Yeah, yeah. But that's how he butt fucked yeah. them into points. Was that he got in it early? Because he has points, but like I don't think, like I don't think uh, Captain America has points. Mm-mm. Captain America, Steve, uh, Chris Rogers, Steve Evans, Chris Evans, Chris Evans. <laughs> No, Fuck. dude, my brain was my stroke. brain was doing that while you were trying to say it out loud. I'm glad it wasn't just me. Steve Rogers, G- Chris, generic Evans. white name guy. Uh, <laughs> he just uh, said he wanted to just smoke weed and do pottery. Yeah, dude, I get it. Yeah, hey, dude, what if you made millions of people happy by being Captain America in some other like other world shit? I mean, we got Sam Wilson. He's got the shield. He's Dude. fine. But you could come back and voice him and fucking. You know how you, you know how if? you and I just like won't get in shape. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I bet it'd be a lot easier to get in shape if we were millionaires. Yeah, yeah. I bet it'd get really old after about twelve years in a row of just being in a gym for four hours a day despite what you wanted to do with your life or how much money you had to spend on fun and that you still had to be in the yeah, fucking Yeah, I guess gym. you really don't see... I guess. Yeah, you don't really see <laughs> the dark side of it. You just see, like, hey, they're in this movie and then they're going to the premieres and shit. I bet the parties are awesome. So I'll never forget seeing Chris Hemsworth be like, 
I have to I have to drink a pint of ice cream every night and fucking hate it. I hate it. It was cool for exactly three days. And then it's just tedious. I have to eat five chicken breasts a day with no seasoning, no butter, just rice and chicken. And then I have a bit of kale, and then I have some fruit for dessert. And then at like 10 p.m. I have to chug a pint of ice cream. And then for dessert, I have all the salt and the tears for my cheeks. Yeah, but like I get, like, dude, he's, he's exhausted. You're working yourself to like the brink of fucking failure and then eating till you're like drowsy full every day. Yeah. Well, I mean, I bet that would be exhausting. Like that was, I mean, especially if you, I mean, I think Chris Hemsworth though, he started off with like a base level of fitness. Like Chris Pratt had to go all the way from, chunk to hunk you know what i'm saying pratt did yeah but evans was already uh yeah he was already fucking shape. the quarterback yeah. yeah but i don't think that's nobody naturally has a six-pack every day of the week dude unless you're like really poor and hungry <laughs> i guess so. yeah like dude well-fed people don't just have six-packs like you, you, you might, but it's gonna be under just like you know an eighth of an inch of fucking hydration and fat. Yeah, I can feel a six pack somewhere inside. Yeah, mine. I cough more than any man alive. I do more little tiny sit ups every day than any person. <laughs> oh man! Well, it is midnight here on uh, the broadcast geeks. But yeah, man. Uh, um, is there anything else you want to expound upon? Yeah, dude, tonight, beast. Jake? Oh fuck! We forgot to talk about it. Spoilers. Uh, no, fuck you. <laughs> anyway, okay, so Monica Rambo, Captain Monica Rambo. She doesn't have a code name. She doesn't want to get a code name. I thought uh, Miss Marvel in that movie. Trying to give her the code name was a good like running gag. It was with a lot of fun references. Yeah, Doctor Marvel, Captain Marvel, Professor. Yeah, Marvel. Professor Marvel from Wizard of Oz. Hmm, I didn't know that. Yeah, but so at the end, what what's her? Is it photon? Photon, photon or binary? Okay, so well for this universe, she's so the whole the whole movie. The new Dar Ben, who has taken up the mantle of the accuser for the Kree. Yeah. What was her deal? She was trying to steal. Like there was so Carol broke the the life support the AI that, that kept their planet running because it was all linked into this AI that ran everything, and Carol broke it, and the planet died. And she didn't know that breaking the AI would kill the planet. Right. But it, but it killed right. the planet, and then so, so all these people call her the annihilator and hate her. And, and right, and then this so chick gets one of the powers. That's why Darben is like, I'm gonna steal the air from this place yeah. by getting the one of the quantum bands and using it with the ultimate weapon to blow holes into the grid that they use as jump points, 
which are like holes in between time and space. And by leaving a bunch of them ripped open all the time, it weakens the fiber and will start an incursion. Hmm. Quick question. So the other bangle... So did Kamala's grandma have the other one at one point in time, or she just had one? They just had one that they found in a cave. That's right. They found that. But so the other one never made it to Earth because it was on that whatever fucking planet. And it's a quantum band made by who? Fuck. Uh... Oh, man, I know who it's made by. Hold on. It's made by, like, an old god. And then given to the protector of the universe, which was Marvell. Hmm. Marvell. Yeah. In the comics, Marvell, not Annette Benning. Not from- Annette Benning, yeah. Yeah, no, the comics, okay. Marvell, Captain Marvel. Um, so they've been had by many other people. And is the bangle a quantum band the same as Shang-Chi's Ten Rings? Because those, at the end of Shang-Chi, they were showing the, quant- the, the Ten Rings to Carol Danvers and Bruce Banner. Yeah. And they were like, oh, this shit's like, we don't even have... And then Wong was there, and he's like, we don't even have record of these in the list of magic bullshit that we have yeah no those are definitely an old artifact that are probably made by the same entity in the marvel mcu a kang no maybe i could be because uh monty fucking slipped up in an interview and did say that kang planned all the shit in the marvels Oh, shit. Well, maybe that's false that they're moving away from the Kang storyline. I don't think they are, man. They're too heavily invested in it. Uh, I think, if anything, they'd replace him as Kang with somebody... Just recast who him. ...similar-ish. Or they'd do a thing where, like, they do a variant that's the Richards kids, and he's Latino if it's fucking Pedro, like it looks like. Oh, that's that's right. Rumor Pedro Pascal gonna be Reed that Richards. Sucks. I don't know, dude. I like Pedro Pascal a lot, but I don't know if I see him as Reed. I just have been consistently bummed out by reports of him being a punk bitch. Yeah, yeah. It, it, what? It, we, oh yeah, we talked about that. It's on the Mandalorian. On the Mandalorian, he was a diva. I guess he's been diva esque on the SNL set a couple of times. Uh, I think he. I think he's got a bit of an ego and thinks he's the shit right now. And yeah, well, he is the golden boy, right? Yeah, but that's not like a great energy to bring into a team project. Right. For sure. Especially one that you're going to be tethered to for six to 10 years. Yeah. And when you're making everybody else's day bad, they're thinking about that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I was not excited for that casting news. I still like Pedro Pascal a lot, but I don't see this happening. Yeah, I hope it's not oh. a little bit. But Beast, I think. Oh, shit. That's right. So Photon closes the incursion, but doesn't make it, doesn't make it back through the portal. And so she is thought to be dead. 
but she yeah she wakes up in the fucking X lab and fucking Dr. Hank motherfucking McCoy y'all dude when I first heard him be like hello or something like that I was like oh fuck that is that Kelsey Grammer binary yeah Binary. binary. And then, yeah, her mom's alive. She's operating as binary. At first, I thought, and I asked you this in the chat, I was like, did she just go to the Multiverse of Madness universe where uh, Maria Rambo is Captain Marvel and is going to be killed by Wanda Maximoff? Which I thought was kind of a cool thing that was going to tie it back into WandaVision at, as well, you know? But... I mean, whatever. I don't think so, because uh, Maria Rambo is binary and not Captain Marvel, and she's also an right. X-Men, um, and she's not an X-Men in the 818, um, and Charles is alive. Right. Because in eight, in the Multiverse of Madness 818, Maria Rambo was Captain Marvel, right? Yes. In that reality. In that universe, yeah. Right, but then she got killed. Maybe. She's like one of the ones that you're not sure got killed. She had shit dropped on her. Hmm, that's yeah. true. Yeah, really, the only ones that are like for sure killed are Black Adam, Pat... Black Bolt? Oh, yeah, sorry. Black Bolt, uh, Patrick Stewart, and uh, Reed. Right. He got spaghettified into... Spaghetti. Pedro Pascal. Yeah. Well, Pedro will be from but, a different universe. Like, that's yeah. true. So, like, John Krasinski might still play another version of Reed. From he Man, might be fascinating. He might be cartoon Reed too. That's right. You were saying that Kelsey Grammer. He doesn't look like how he did in X Men: The Last Stand or in. Days of Future Past when we see him briefly. No. He has a new they went look. out of their fucking looks- way to make him look like he did in the animated series. They gave him the coat. They gave him the underbite. They gave him the hairdo. They gave him the body style. He looks good. Dude, dude. that's my beast right there, dog. Yeah. And who introduced that fucking to the world? You fucking crybabies. The goddamn Marvels. They brought you that. That's right. The hey, dude, I think it's the cartoon universe. Um, after we talked about that, I oh, watched sh- a video where uh, the guy at New Rockstars thinks that too. Eric Voss? Yeah, because we were texting about it. Hey, guys, it's Eric. Yeah, we were texting about it. <laughs> but so, like, recap, and he was talking about, yo, I think this is the animated universe for like all the same reasons I do. Well, I mean, that'd be cool. That'd be kind of like what James Gunn is doing with his creature commandos or whatever, yeah. where like they're, they're characters that are going to go back and forth through live action and animation. I think that's a cool idea. Yeah, because I think. The way this probably might pay off and it would make sense why they delayed it when they did is I think this might be a part of the story in X-Men 97. So it picks up with Monica's story when she wakes up in that reality and that's the storyline for that show? I think 
<clears throat> I think the rumor is it picks up right after the Mr. Sinister storyline that it ended on. Oh, and shit. The, okay. I I don't think I ever watched the complete series of that okay. show. Yeah, I think they're going to pick up on that, but I, I wouldn't be blown away if, like, you know, they were like, where's Hank? And then Hank came in like, sorry, everyone, I've been in the laboratory with our visitor. And then by like the she's not from and the then by like the end of the season they were like this is photon, and she was just like part of their team now. And then that team gets brought back in in live action in Secret Wars, and it just exists as an X Men team figuring out the incursions for the next season or two. That's pretty cool. I'm down with that. I, I'm sure watching phases four and five, uh, you know. Again, like unlike phases one through three, where I've watched all of these things millions of times and it's part of my fucking DNA, a lot of these things that I've only watched once, so I'm sure I go back and watch them again. Speaking of X Men '97, I've got to show you this before we wrap up. I thought you were gonna give me some pain, Ah. but yeah, man, I uh, man, I also. I also now, think that I could. There's one thing I don't ever wrap. I also up. think that if Marvel just bought me like three grams of hash a day and paid me like four grand a month, I could do Kevin Feige's job. Yeah, dude. Why not pitch that? To yeah, them? you guys want to save some fucking money? Hey, Iger. You know that coffee bitch who runs everything? Yeah, I almost bought that at Walmart the other day. Hey, yeah. bub. <laughs> it didn't fit my head either. It's not. <laughs> I know. That's. This is one of those things where I bought it, and I'm like, ah, fuck, eventually I'll give it to my niece or whatever. It's fucking cool. But yeah, that's dope. All the toys are cool, but they've been sold out of everything but Magneto at all the stores I go to. Shit. Man, it's a terrible time. to. I'm on break from buying toys ever since I got my Raphael and Michelangelo. Yeah, I gotta buy a bunch of shelves before I do anything more. Yep. But yeah, man, I think it's the animated universe. I think that's the way forward. I think if they don't do it, somebody's got to hear this that can tell Disney, like, hey, there's this kid who's really high in Trinidad and doesn't ask much who would do the job better. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Give me and Nate Balding and you each four grand a month. Right. (laughs) This one guy keeps pitching Iron Man stories. Yeah. I think he's ready to come back, dude. I keep, Those are the rumors. I keep telling you he's dead and he won't come back unless we give him $80 million. <laughs> I don't think he needs that much money anymore. <laughs> what are you talking about? The judge, too. The judging is going to open yeah, big. I think he fucked up. I think he lowered his price quite a bit. Oh, man. Well, you know... I don't know if he would ever want to come back to. Oh no, the rumors are he's already taken meetings that he's back for either Kang or Secret Wars. Because there'll be variants of him in some of these universes, dude. Yeah, but they might not be the same, right? They won't be Robert Downey Jr. Right? It probably wasn't gonna be until like everything he did tanked. And now, what are you talking about? He has that car show on one of those streaming. Yeah, apps. where he ruined a bunch of his priceless cars to be on TV. He's not desperate at all. Oh yeah. no, that's so Tony Stark of him. Yeah, then that's how he sold it. Was like, you know, I'm just like electrifying vehicles because I'm a man of the future. Like, no, you're desperate. You're taking out 
priceless motors and shit out of cars you can afford to drive and ruining them. And I know about your $200,000 hot rods that you're not showing on your show. So this is a desperation move. Yeah, he needs money, bud. All right, well, hey, you know, I, that's why I relate. I need money. We all need money. Yeah. Man. God, dude. What we would do with Marvel. Change the world. There'd be no missteps. We're just limited by And the... I do, you and I'd come up to a press conference. You'd be like, hey, everybody, I'm sorry you're mad. And I'd be like, fuck all of you. How about you just wait for more fucking films and then shut the fuck up and let me know how we're God then. <laughs> yep. And then they'd be like, whoa, Jake Becker getting involved. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know why Feige and people don't do shit like that more often. Instead of being like, we've decided to listen to the fans and tone it down. Why he doesn't come out and go, hey. Um, you know how I was your trust fucking me. hero three years ago? Why don't you shut the fuck up and trust the process, bitches? Let me cook. Yeah. Do I look like Kathleen Kennedy? I didn't think so. Shut the fuck up and let me do my job. Oh, shit. Well, I don't know, man. I'm I'm riding high on Marvel again after Loki and the Marvels. Wait until you see Secret so. Invasion. Oh shit! Well, that's probably some. I'm gonna go make me a ramen and probably watch some Secret Invasion. Oh no! You know what? I'm gonna watch that new Quantum Leap. Oh, are you ready to cry? I will be once I get this ramen. Dude, that last episode of Quantum Leap had me crying like a bitch. Oh, dude, yeah, the riot. Yeah, when that old Korean man jumps out, and he's like, "If you shoot him, you have to shoot me first. After after he's been yeah. a racist piece of shit to that little kid the whole episode. <laughs> yeah. I like how they well they ended up he invested in the shoe business that him and his son and his friend were gonna yeah. do. Yeah. Right? The custom shoes. Yeah, that don't exist and I can't have them and there's not even like a tie in with Adidas or anything because they're short sighted and don't know how many weirdos like me there are in the universe. Get the QL two hundred stuff. Dude, some Ben songs. <laughs> some air songs, dude, dude. I'd wear some air songs. If I wear Mac attacks, you know I'll wear yeah. some air songs. Yeah. I gotta get me. Are you gonna buy those Ninja Turtle uh, shoes? If they do a black and white pair, it's the answer is a hundred percent. They are doing four pairs at least in four colors. Oh, so they're not doing it just the Mirage no, Red? That they just showed the Raphael pair as the teaser. So they are going to be like, yay, if you want to buy the Raphael pair, you might as well get the Michelangelo. And yeah, the, so you can mix and match. Yeah, or just but I hope, one day a week you got your Leos. But I'm hoping based on the fact that Donnie's. they did the Mirage card with the Eastman print on Adidas on the back. That's Eastman's handwriting. Mm -hmm. I love that. And the shell on the shell toe. That was a nice touch. But I, I'm hoping they'll do a pair in black and white like the old Mirage books. That'd be pretty cool. Because then I'm fucking in, dog. How much were they? They're superstars, so they'll be 120 bucks. Damn. That's not bad, but not great either. Uh, usually, as long as they're not vegan leather. 
Do you want it to be real leather? Or just not leather. Pleather. Yeah, it's not vegan leather. That shit falls the fuck apart. It's dumb. Kill animals or don't. But don't make fake animals. And that's that's your spay your pet spay or neuter your pets button. Yeah. Right there. I have equal, equal yeah. amounts of leather and non-leather shoes sitting right here. <laughs> My shoes are all made out of burlap. One of the pairs is kind of made out of burlap. <laughs> oh my god. Fuck. Well, I feel bad that Matt didn't make it back. Me too. Did you see those new Spider-Man um, Adidas? Mm-mm. The Jordan ones from uh, that Miles well, wears? Adidas, so no. But uh Oh. They got 40S ones with 40 souls that are in teal. They're like for the new video game. Oh man. You've been playing that new video I game. I haven't played right? number two yet. I started with number one. Yeah, have you played Miles? I started the cinematic and then fell asleep, I think, while it was playing earlier. Oh, but you beat the first one, is what beat you were saying. Beat the first one in all three DLCs. Nice, dude. Was like, as a huge fan of the Batman Arkham games, like, I, re- I really, really want to play these games, but I just don't have a PlayStation. Dude, swinging as Peter through the city is yeah. so fucking cool. dope. And it's all of Manhattan. Like, it's the whole island. Right. And then in the second one, they they expand. You can go to Queens and Brooklyn, right? Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Or maybe. I don't know. I I don't know. I don't have a PlayStation. But I think the island's a little bit bigger. So you have more of Manhattan, maybe? You have the whole island on this one. So it must be stuff across the bridge. Oh. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, well, I might have to come down there and get editing tips and also play your video games. Yeah, do it. Come play Spider-Man. Spider-Man Vacation. Doing it big. Coming down to Trinidad. Where would people hit us up if they wanted to let us know what movies they want us to live watch while we have our sleepover, Mitch? That's right. We could do that. Uh, tell ghost stories. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, you can write us at broadcastgeeks at gmail.com. Find us on our Facebook page. You can write us on our Instagram, broadcast underscore geeks, or on our Twitter at broadcastgeeks. We also have a Reddit page, r slash broadcastgeeks, and you can subscribe on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or iHeartRadio. And uh, until then, just come on back, see us again. We'll have another episode soon. Excelsior. Excelsior.